a couple months ago I decided I don't like running I mean I just never really have I'm just not like an excellent runner by any means um, but then a couple months ago I decided to stop saying that out loud and stop telling myself that and so when there's a running workout I'm not allowed to complain about it before I'm not allowed to complain about it when we're warming up I'm just gonna be excited and just get out there and run because who cares I can run and have a body that works perfectly fine Jesse was not competitive. I didn't know I was competitive. I found out. There, yeah, there was like this huge, I'm not competitive, I don't even care. Then the open came around and that was out the window. And now daily I live Jesse. with this. Oh. But, but it, it's... He's salty because I'm a lot. Yeah, I, I get beat quite often. Welcome back to the Building Better People podcast. This is your host, Charlie Lima. I have our very first couple joining me on the podcast today. Very dear friends of mine, Jesse and Dusty Lee. They are a hoot. You are going to laugh and love hearing this podcast. I hope you're inspired. Hi, I'm Jesse. Um, I'm 33, and I have two kids, Duke and Davis. And I'm Dusty, and I'm 35, and we've been married for three years and almost a month. <laughs> uh, that's it. So, this is first ever Building Better People couples podcast building better couples that's right you guys are uh you know i've been coming to the gym six months jesse emailed me last week and it was interesting because you sent me that email and i just had somebody tell me the week before you know it'd be really cool if you interviewed a couple on the podcast so it was perfect timing i couldn't think of a better couple to start with than you guys um so Jesse, give me a little bit about that email, and because it was your six-month anniversary yeah. cross, what'd you call CrossFit it? anniversary? CrossFit anniversary. I couldn't remember how CrossFit anniversary. <laughs> I was trying to pronounce it when I was reading it, but give me a little bit more about that email and kind of what this you know has meant to you. Um, yeah, so we started CrossFit six months ago. Um, and I guess I just wanted to tell you thank you. I mean, that's what I said in the email. It's been such a fun six months. We did not, our expectations were not, they weren't low, but they were just so exceeded by joining this gym. And we've met so many great people and we've had such a fun time together. And it's just been really good for us in a lot of ways. So I just wanted to tell you, thank you for having a gym with the culture that you have and the people that you have here. So let's... And, and Dusty, for you too, I want to kind of hear, because you guys have been married how long? Three years. So three years and known each other for how long? Well, that's a good question. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I in high him. school, you guys, yeah. I knew yeah. him in high school, so, I mean, which was like a lot of years ago. Yeah. But I didn't see him for 14 years before we started right. dating. Right. So, so y'all know each other for a long time. So give me a little bit, let's start with you, Jesse. Give me a little bit about your kind of fitness journey. Kind of take me back to when it started, when you would say that working out became something that you felt was important to you. Okay. Um, I mean, I guess growing up, I was always really, really active, mostly gymnastics. I did tons of gymnastics. That was kind of my big thing. Um, I never really thought about working out. I mean, it was just more of like sports and gymnastics and whatever. I tore my Achilles in the sixth grade um, at gymnastics. And so that kind of, met, it was right before state, kind of messed everything up for me. Um, and after that, I was never really a competitive gymnast anymore, but I stayed into tumbling and cheerleading and all of that stuff. Um, I played volleyball and softball and stuff like that, but I was never really any good at any of that. Um, but I just always kind of stayed active. Um, my mother blessed me with a good sense of um, self-esteem, I guess, about my body. Like, I don't recall ever talking about weight. She was never dieting. We never, we just ate what we ate. 
it was probably all decently healthy, but nothing like crazy. And we didn't really talk about food or weight or health or anything like that. We were just active and we ate and that was the end of it. Um, so because of that, I don't have any idea how much I weighed in high school or college or any of that. It just never really mattered. We were just active. Um, in college, I probably didn't work out as much. I can remember going to the rec. I don't really recall what I did there. Probably not much. I don't know. Walked around. I'm not sure. Um, so I, I kind of stayed active, but not so much. And then um, after college, I was teaching, and so I was busy. Um, but I can remember going to little boot camps and stuff like that from time to time. So it was then that I was like, maybe I want to just work out just to work out. Like that's healthy. That's what I need to be doing for my body. And so, um, and so I started to do little boot camps here and there. When I got pregnant with my first son, um, I can remember working out and doing little exercises and, and whatnot during my pregnancy. And then when he was well, when he was really little, I got um, surprise divorced. So that was like sort of a big shock. And suddenly I had more free time than I anticipated. And so um, I really think that's when my real fitness journey started. I think when it was just Duke and I, um, I just sort of ran to fitness in a lot of ways. I think probably I wanted to be able to control something. It was just a tough time, but um, but I, I, I started going to Gold's and all of a sudden I just fell in love with the act of working out. Not sports, not gymnastics, not anything like that, just exercising. And so um, that was a really, fun for me. I just kind of poured myself into it. Um, and then like a year later I met Dusty and then, um, we got married, you know, like 10 minutes after we met. So that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, and, and we both like to work out. We both went to Gold's. We both, um, worked out separately, um, and did a lot of the same things, but worked out separately. It wasn't really something we could do together. Um, then I got pregnant with Davis a couple of months later, and I vomited from <laughs> the night I got pregnant until the night I delivered, so I worked out literally zero times during my Davis pregnancy. In fact, I didn't work out for one full calendar year. I found out I was pregnant in January, threw up until September, and then tried to recover from throwing up for nine months until the next January, and so that was tough. And I was in real, I was probably in really, really one of the best shapes of my life when I got pregnant with Davis, and so it was tough to not work out. Um, so, so as soon as Davis, as soon as I kind of recovered from the shock of that pregnancy, um, I went back to Gold's, worked out a little bit, and then I told Dusty, you know, we had talked about it, um, CrossFit from time to time. I have a friend who's a trainer at Gold's that used to say you know, what do you want to do? What do you like to do to work out? And I would say, you know, um, like handstand push-ups, and I like to like squat and I really like to be able to deadlift more. And he's like, are you sure you don't want to go to CrossFit? And I kept saying, no, oh my gosh, CrossFit. I don't think so. You know? And, um, and then one day I remember telling Dusty, let's just try it. Let's just try it together. Um, we had always worked out separately, but we thought, you know, we might not even be able to get to go at the same times and we rarely do. Um, but we'd be doing the same workouts. And so it felt like it was kind of more of a, together thing and so we tried it and here we are six and months that later was january. in love that yeah. was it yeah. was in january it was bring a friend so i knew rebecca mccarty came here so i i text her and i said tell, tell me about crossfit she's like well, let's bring a friend week coming tomorrow <laughs> you know and so and so we started and i mean i think i missed three days since then so it's like we've just became stereotypically crossfit obsessed really quickly <laughs> so yeah i have uh, some questions and i want to pick apart your fitness journey but i want to first go into dusty so i can maybe kind of see where you guys coincide so let's go dusty give me your background because i know you play baseball and i know you know tell me from when fitness became a part of your life or important to you 
Yeah, growing up, I mean, my dad kind of introduced me to working out, and we'd go to Golds, and we'd do little workouts, and it was fun. It was probably when I was 14. Um, then competitive baseball took over. Uh, we did that pretty hard all throughout high school. In high school last year, I was traveling all the time, so working out at the gym wasn't as much of an option just because I was constantly on the road. Um, but got the opportunity to go play Division One baseball down in South Texas, so I took that. Uh, working out in college at that college was uh, more or less kind of a joke. They had a weight room that was from the 80s that you kind of piecemealed your workouts together with whatever was available. Uh, they had a couple of treadmills, a couple benches. They didn't have much of anything. It was the rec center and athletics all wrapped into one. Um, but I worked out a little bit then, got out, and I've always been blessed with high metabolism and hard gaining, so I've always just eaten and done whatever I wanted to do and didn't have repercussions until I hit my 30s, <laughs> and all of that caught up with me. Um, and I started working out and going to the gym three to five days a week, depending on the week. I'd go at 5 a.m., and uh, then we got married, and that kind of changed schedules a little bit, but I'd still try to go three times a week. Then whenever, I guess, when you were pregnant with Davis, I had shoulder surgery from yep. all the abuse I've given it. Yeah. Um, so that set me back for a good six months that I just couldn't really, wasn't confident in it, wasn't comfortable with lifting or going, you know, any kind of tension on that joint. Um, started back in the gym slowly, started gaining my confidence back, was going again three to five times a week at 5 a.m. And I've talked to Alex McCarty off and on because we worked side by side through our inspections that we did. So. I've always asked him, picked his brain, kind of got his feel on CrossFit. He would tell me what he was doing and what the workouts were like, and I'd kind of follow through him. Uh, when we came over, though, I can remember trying to go to 5 a.m. workouts and then realizing that what I was doing at 5 a.m. was not working out. And I had my hats off to the 5 a.m. crew because I cannot motivate myself enough to go through that intense of a workout at 5 a.m. I think Can the I first just interrupt. Yeah, the yeah. first couple. I <laughs> came first. home. The first workout. I came home at six, and I laid in our closet floor, and like <laughs> Davis is crying, and Jesse comes to check on him, saying, "You just gotta get him." I'm he not. He kept no. saying, "Babe, I'm not okay. <laughs> I'm not okay." And in that workout, there was it was all kinds of stuff, but part of it was burpees, and he was supposed to do 100 burpees. He had never done a burpee before in his life, and so he, like, learned what a burpee was that morning and then did 92 of the 100 uh, because he was probably near death yeah. by 93, and so that's, like, been a giant joke with our oldest son, Duke, who's always like, Dad, how many burpees did you have to do today? Because he caught him on the floor of the closet, like, I'm not okay. Yeah, that was, that was a very was humbling, humbling moment because humbling. when I thought I, I thought I was in decent shape, I thought I had done, you know, I'd been going probably almost five times a week yeah, I, I thought I was time. doing good no no, no that, that was an eye-opener so that kind of got you to here and then now both of you guys are here really consistently mm -hmm. yeah Jesse's here probably five to six days a week yeah, always I'm, five usually six yeah I try to make it four to five is what my aim is and so for you Dusty um Gold's workouts when you say they were like completely different what were you doing at Gold's you know back whenever you were going five days a week just benching a lot <laughs> I, mean, I, would, I would go through it like, my workout would probably be four or five sets increasing the weight 
uh, I would go and I'd only take 30 to 45 seconds rest and jump into the next set. And I tried to keep it intense, but it's a whole nother thing when you're not feeling it or yeah. it's just not there that day. And I'm kind of just take another 10 pounds off. If I don't get it, I don't get it. Uh, I worked out by myself, so I never pushed anything that would need a spotter. If I got to eight and I was supposed to do 10, well, I stopped at eight because there's nobody there to catch the weight. I was, if I get on the squat or bench by myself and there's yeah. nothing. I'm, it's probably different when you're writing your own workouts yeah. comparatively to when- Tell them yeah, how often you worked out your legs. <clears throat> yeah, <laughs> I, I did it when I wanted to do it and I did what I like to do. The legs were probably, ah, it was probably every other week. He would say, One well, yesterday was leg day, but I missed the gym, so back to chest tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. like, I oh, hey, that. That we day. all know that. We'll, we'll we all, we all know how that yeah. goes. <laughs> yeah, tomorrow's triceps. I'm not going to miss triceps. It, I think it was just like a more seamless transition to CrossFit for me because of what I was doing at the gym. I wasn't in any better shape than he was, but CrossFit sort of matched more you had closely. done personal training. I had yeah. trained and things like that, and so it it just more closely matched to what I was already doing. I mean, it yeah. was not the same um, at all, but it was just a more seamless transition for me. So give me, Jesse, a little bit more about when you talk about kind of almost the workout was something you did after that divorce that kind of helped you mm -hmm. just, you know, I know what it's like to see people's lives transform yeah. just at really tough times and even almost like embracing this yeah. workout, um, regimen and discipline and you know what it does for you personally so give me a little bit more about that because i think that you know sometimes people are in a really bad place in their life yeah and the the last thing they think about probably it's is adding it, something yeah adding yeah and and especially the gym so give me a little bit more about that yeah i mean i totally understand what you're saying i don't know how it happened i don't really remember how it came about um i was not regularly exercising i mean I, I was just doing things randomly but it wasn't like i was exercising multiple times a week by any stretch um and yeah, you would think if you like surprise become a single mom, you're not like, well, what else can I do? Let me find another hour and I work. And so, um, it, but I don't know what happened. I just found myself at Gold's and, um, and I said, let me just kind of do something. And I really think, like I said before, I, I wanted to maybe control something at the time. Like, okay, I'm going to work out. And, you know, people say, like, find something for you. Well, when you're a mom, I mean, that's sort of hard. Um, but that's exactly what I had to do. I can remember, and it still happens, and I hope I don't get mom shamed for saying this, but there are times where then and now I'll go to the gym and I'm working out for an hour and I'm like getting dressed afterwards or, or finishing afterwards. I'm like, whoopsie, I haven't thought about my kids for one full hour. Like they did not pop into my head. And it sounds like every time I have that feeling, I'm like, oh, good, am I the worst? Like why? But I think it's just good for you. You know, I think it just needs to happen. I mean, Don't my feel bad. Dads do that all the time. <laughs> Uh, don't hopefully I don't get dad shamed, but <laughs> no, I think it's the you're right. There's it's like my brain needed to turn off, and when I in fact I remember one of the things this is really stupid, but one of the things that I was nervous going from the gym to CrossFit was that when I worked out with at the gym I worked out by myself mostly. Every once in a while I'd work out with a trainer. I have some friends that train at Gold's, but um, I would work out by myself, so I had headphones on and I would listen to music and I could like get lost in it. If it was worship music, if it was like Katy Perry, I mean whatever. I just didn't have to think for an hour. And I remember thinking, oh shoot, at CrossFit, I'm gonna like there's gonna be people around. It's not gonna be me time. It's gonna be a little bit different. And turns out that's exactly what I needed to because that's 
you know, because God loves me and wants I, me to be happy. Exactly. <laughs> and I think we, honestly, and I mean that, like, moms are consumed with kids. Oh, yeah. Like, dads don't have, I mean, it's and it's not a burden. I love my kids. I. It's not a good word, but, it's, but that's what it is. But means. it's yeah. not what, what's on the top of our mind yeah. 24-7 but like it is, it is for, for mom. And so for you, at that point, having that outlet, having that one hour, if you yep. call it, of daily investment in you mm-hmm. was powerful and obviously yeah. helped you heal and helped you, you yeah, know. Yeah, it really did. It that's really awesome. Did. It made a huge impact. So let's now dive into kind of this, uh, when you when you talk about like, this is so much um, more and you said, you know, I thought I'd be taking away from that me time and now you're here an hour you guys are both here an hour sometimes different times sometimes same time some of the relationships you've made and and you sent me that email and you said in one hour i talk about x this this give me a little bit more about that um that's been one of the really special things for us just being at this particular gym like crossfit is special but to us called station crossfit is really really i don't know i'm crying oh my gosh but um it's just it's been special to us um we have connections to a lot of people here from a lot of different things. There's people here that um, go to our church. There's people here that um, are in our small group. There's people here that we just know from just, and then there's people that we've just met here just because of CrossFit that have really become some of our, I mean, I, I, I probably text my CrossFit friend, like my friends that I met through CrossFit who are no longer CrossFit friends, they're just friends, but I probably text my CrossFit friends and talk to them during the day more than like my outside of CrossFit friends and that all happened in six months I mean it's just a good community you know there's people here that are like-minded you know they like the same things anybody who does CrossFit knows you can't talk about CrossFit to people who don't do CrossFit because they don't care or want to hear you know but the people who are here they do care and it is fun and like I have this little group chat with a bunch of girls that come here and we're always talking at 701 every night about like what are we gonna do tomorrow and how's this gonna work and can you RX this and what am I gonna you know all of that stuff it's just create like that when you talk about the community, it's been so real for us. And so um, I really think that's one of the biggest benefits. Like, yeah, we've gained strength and we've gained whatever, but we've gained this community and it's just made a big impact on both of us. And that's what I wanted to ask you. And you kind of answered it just then how that ties into even a fitness journey, because what I'm hearing, and I think you're very accurate in this is like being healthy and working out is great. But it can be so much more than just yeah. being fit. Yeah. Like when you start developing friendships, when your marriage is improved mm-hmm. because you have one more thing that you share every day or it's have like in a common. Brand new, I mean, what? nobody that's married with two kids and two full-time jobs has time for like some brand new hobby that you're going to spend six hours a week on. I mean, you just don't. But that's what happened to us. I mean, we traded the gym for it, but it was so worth it. So, so it's something that we do together. It's something that we talk about all the time I mean it just it's just changed a lot for us and it's it's gotten to a point for us that one we the workouts are fun because we compete even though when we first started CrossFit Jesse was not competitive I didn't know I was competitive I found out (laughs) there yeah there was like this huge I'm not competitive I don't even care then the open came around and that was out the window and now daily I live with this Oh. But, but it, it's he's salty because I beat him a lot. <laughs> yeah, I, I get beat quite often. Um, but it's kind of where I mean, it's seven o'clock every night. The workouts for the next day are posted, and we are both sitting on edge, like waiting to see who yeah. can check first, so that we can compare yeah. notes and see. One what of us we is reading to a kid, and, and you're like, "Don't tell me it's yeah. done reading this book." 
<laughs> but I mean, it's it's been good for us from that aspect that we compete with with each other. Yeah. Because we're pretty close. I mean, she beats me quite often, but we're both. You get to scale differently. But so we're glad close. you guys can't see my face. <laughs> <laughs> we even are like, uh, he, like if we both scale a workout, I'll be like, well, you know, I only scaled it by twenty pounds, and I you scaled it by thirty. You start trying to but decide. But you beat me by five uh, seconds. So do you think that? Oh, that it, <laughs> I feel like I still work out every day. <laughs> Neither of you are competitive, right? Yeah, exactly. Oh. And you know the other the other funny thing that unless you've worked out with Jesse or been after a really hard workout, been in her class the next day, she oh. is never sore. Yeah. So I will be on just That's aching, easy. hurting, can't move, and she'll be like, I don't know if I just didn't do it hard enough. I'm like, <laughs> you couldn't go light on that. Like you beat me. You can't say that you went I light. I just and don't get sore. I'm like missing whatever or something in your body, or I have too much of something. I don't know. Whatever. I don't get sore. And so Dusty really doesn't prefer that because when we wake up in the morning, and I'm like, let's go again, and he's like, I can't get out. It's of Saturday that. morning workouts. You're just I'm I'm done my week. I'm sorry. Are you sure you want to go? Oh, yeah, we're going. He'll ask me three times. So is our plan still to go to CrossFit? I'm like, yeah, babe. <laughs> so, you know, that, and that kind of segues into, you know, you guys have really made this gym a part of your family. You know, you bring yeah. your kiddos up here. You guys, I mean, y'all, um, I can just really feel like this is, a, like you said, a hobby, but it has become part of yeah. something your kids understand. Yeah, and they are, love it. Even at the, their young ages. So kind of give me a little bit more behind the scenes how just you working out, being healthy impacts your home. I mean, I would, I'll start it. I, through all this, uh, and wanting to get better, and I've always taken supplements. I've always tried a ton of different stuff. And I, once I got into this, and of course, this individual always says, don't look at the leaderboard. The leaderboard doesn't matter. House, it matters a lot. Um, but <laughs> no, I started watching Chris Rea and following Chris and, and heard his podcast and uh, started talking to him about different stuff he was taking and just trying to get an idea because I felt like Chris went about things the right way. Um, there's a million different options, but it was working for him and he, he's probably one of the more elite. Uh, so if I'm going to follow somebody, it's I'll take their advice. Uh, so he started helping me. And it started off supplements, and then we got into a deeper conversation. Nutrition, which I've heard that word a lot here. <laughs> um, because I came from back background of eating whatever, whenever. Yeah. Uh, Chris really opened my eyes to eating differently. And it's not that every meal has to be perfect. You're allowed cheat meals. You're allowed, you know, to have different stuff on different nights. But really trying to make, you know, 80% of my meals clean. Or as clean as they can be for me. Uh, taking out the fried foods and just, just clean up life, which she's always been nutritionally pretty sound, but I think it's helped her. It helps me that he's not tempting me to eat things. Yeah, I'm not bringing pizza home every Yeah, so every Dusty week. eating healthier yeah. helps you stay yeah. on your plan. Because I've always eaten relatively healthy, but I've always eaten just like kind of stuff here and there. I mean, I've never been like a super strict nutritionist mm. by any stretch. Um, so whenever Dusty's like, why don't we eat Chewy's? I'm like, sounds great, you know, but if Dusty's suggesting that sort of thing less and less. So it, it was good for us to when Dusty kind of started talking to Chris more and learned more about nutrition. Um, it used to be, so before before that, Dusty would come to me and say, tell me about this, you know, is this a, is this a bad thing to you? I'm like, well, not bad, it's not great. You know, it depends on what are your goals. Like, are you trying to lose fat? Are you trying to gain weight? You know, and also, I don't know how to tell you to eat. You know, I know how to tell me to eat. Not perfectly, but I know I mean enough, and um, and 
And so it was nice for him to kind of get that instruction elsewhere and then for us to go at it together. Um, <laughs> and, I was, and I was really confused that this is just my ignorance in it, but carbs, calories, fat, I didn't understand what everything was. So I would intermingle words not really know what I was talking about. Yeah. And so for somebody listening who maybe hasn't doesn't know Chris or hasn't been able to have a one-on-one conversation with him, with him, can you expand a little bit on like some of the actual changes you made in your diet that maybe like somebody listening could say, "Oh man, I could do that" or you know, maybe yeah, I mean, who has no direction that you, you know, you've obviously gone from eating whatever you want to what 80% means to you. Mm-hmm. So Give me some kind of uh, some details on that. Yeah, the biggest thing for me for, from Chris is, you know, watching him and some of the stuff he would eat. And I, I kind of, from what Jesse, I'm Jesse's picky. picky. I'm very picky, which makes everything even more complicated. Mm-hmm. But I would watch what he bring up. I'm like, man, what was that? Well, that, that doesn't look bad. I could eat that. Because Jesse eats a lot of vegetables, and she has things she likes, and they're not he, the same as what I He doesn't want to eat that stuff. So that's one of the reasons I kind of strayed away is I didn't want what she was having. And I started looking at Chris, he's like, okay, well, that looks pretty good. What is it? He's like, oh, it's, you know, ground turkey with a little bit of seasoning, corn and black beans. And Dusty's really like, good. I think I can eat that. Can you make that? <laughs> yeah, in five seconds. Great. Yeah. Like, so, like, we solved lunches. Like, we solved this? the so, lunch crisis. This amazing food. Can you make it? <laughs> Where did you get that stuff? <laughs> and so like, I, I heard of something today, Dan. I want to know what I, you I would eat that it. four days a week, or yeah. five days a week. I loved it. It was simple. But it, it meant what I was trying to do. Um, and I think, you know, to answer kind of your original question, um, I think our kids have always seen that. So Duke is our oldest. He's always been a very particular eater. But so so his list of okay foods is very short. But um, fortunately, it's like yogurt and nuts and cucumbers and corn and water. You know, like fruits and vegetables and yogurt and nuts. He doesn't eat a lot of meat. So um, we try to like force protein any way we can find it. But he knows, you know, he'll say like these foods are more healthy or these foods are less healthy. So we don't do, I mean, we eat cupcakes and we have cupcakes. My, well, they spend a lot of time with both of their grandmothers. So believe me, they are fine on sugar and things mm. like that. But, um, but they also know those aren't like everyday things that we just eat normally. And so I think that Dusty and I's nutrition, of course, is going to have an impact on the kids' nutrition. Um, Davis will always just eat what we're eating, and he's happy to do it. So Dusty's like gourmet meal of ground turkey, black beans, and corn. <laughs> Davis <laughs> eats it too, and so um, it does. It impacts the whole family. They love coming here. They wish that they could come during the week. You know, if I, I have to like watch my mouth around Duke because if I say, "Oh, at CrossFit," you know, after work, if I say, "Oh, at CrossFit," he's like, "You went to CrossFit today without me?" Like. <laughs> No, uh, because they only come with us on Saturdays because yeah. they're at school during the day. And so they just love to be here. Um, Duke always wants us to show him different movements. And then Davis does everything Duke does. And so it's just been really cool. So for each of you, what is, um, and I'll start with you, Dusty, what motivates you? Why, why like, you know, other, working out. Other than trying to keep up with Jesse. That could be it right <laughs> there. <laughs> I mean, that's life's burden right now is trying to keep up with her. Um. You know what? People who don't know me are going to think I'm better than I am. (laughs) (laughs) For me, it was when I got out of college baseball, um, one of the things that I had a really high competitive level, and I learned really quickly when I got out that I had to to control that, and I had to break it down, and I had to put that away. Like, that was done. That part of life was gone. And I think the biggest thing CrossFit's done is it's kind of reopened that. It's been like... This is an environment where it's okay to get competitive, which I thrive on. 
it's it's humbling because there's people who've been doing this for years, and I'm trying to compare myself to them, which I know is not not right for me. It, it's unrealistic, but that competitiveness and getting back in an environment where I can push and I can try to match myself up to people. And uh, I think one of the probably the biggest and most moving things I've seen that I love about coming here is I've had workouts where I'm dying. I'm, I'm absolutely exhausted, can't move, can't lift, don't want to do it. I only had one workout that I actually quit uh, because I tried to go too heavy keeping up with people. Uh, but that one opened my eyes to other things as far as not having to try to RX everything. But people cheering me on and pushing me. And I mean, that's one of the things I love to do now is if I finish before somebody, I'm one of the first ones or I try to be one of the first ones, even if I'm out of breath, exhausted, and everything else, is to cheer somebody else on because I know how it feels. And I know that having that extra person to push you is going to make you do more than what you have done before. It's going to well, make it, you drive Even just on. like Friday with you, Travis, and me running those sprints. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I told Dusty, I was like, man, there is an athlete inside of you coming out right now. <laughs> yeah. He is. You're flying. Yeah. Oh, and it's, I mean, well, it's, it's so amazing. fun to me. That, that part's yeah. fun. And then even... I was going to tell you that day, but I knew we had this coming up, so I was saving it. But, oh, great. Uh, no, we did, I think it was Linda. I'm terrible with the day oh, yeah. workouts. Yeah. The deadlift. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. uh, that one, I was listening to what weight y'all were going to do. And I was sitting there going, I can do those weights. Like, I, that's not out of my, that kind of in the wheelhouse of what I was thinking. And then y'all found somebody else like, all right, I'm gonna have to. Okay, I'll do it. Right, these guys. <laughs> I, all right. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna start stepping this up a little. Bit. Apparently, I've been sandbagging too much, and I need to start pushing a little harder and and getting back to where I I can compete at that level. So, uh, and I'm gonna come back to you with the same question, Jesse. So, be thinking about what motivates you. But so, what are some of the biggest results that you've seen in the six months? Like, what have you been strong strength uh, skills? you know, endurance, what were to be some of the things, high points that you could say, hey, I couldn't do this when I started and now I can, or my back squat went from this to this, what would be some of those accomplishments in the last six um, months? The squats, I had the gym squat, which mm-hmm. is maybe a half squat, mm-hmm. and I felt really good about that. Now I've had to retrain what my squat actually is. Uh, so actually learning how to do fundamentals correct. I would never try a lot of the workouts because of the movements. Overhead stuff scared me. Um, and I've gotten, yeah, my shoulder, and I've gotten confidence back in that. I don't know that I've had any just drastic changes in the weight that I do or, you know, physical. I've just, I'm a hard gainer, so my body doesn't change quickly. Mm-hmm. But the feeling of accomplishment for me, uh, it's just getting in there every day. It's trying to compete and realizing who I'm competing with and who I'm comparing myself to. Um, and the abilities that I have at the end of the day, I, the confidence, that self-confidence I have is just going well, through. It's awesome because as you say that and I see it, it's very genuine answer and that you, you recognize that because that in itself is winning. Absolutely. And sometimes people got to think that they got to see these numbers yeah, yeah, or, or, or yeah. weight or it's like, man... And, and I could tell it's genuine in your answer, and that's real, and that is you're winning just by doing it, you know? Yeah, it, it, probably the biggest one is doing the burpees and burpee box jumps, stuff like so that. Your endurance that, is really good. Yeah, yeah, that I can, depth is, yeah, that's that I a can big one. do now that if I were to try the first week, I would have just killed over even more than I did that first week. You'd yeah. go back home in your closet yeah. and pass yeah. out <laughs> all day. You'd still be in the closet. Well, Jesse, let's 
Now I'll go to you and talk about what is it that motivates you? What motivates me? I mean, I probably have a lot of things. It's not just one giant thing. I mean, I have two little kids, so I want to be healthy. Um, I work in senior care, so I spend most of my day visiting my clients that are in their 80s and 90s. And um, it's very obvious for the majority of people. Now things happen, but it's very obvious who spent their life taking care of their body and who didn't. And um, I want to be healthy for my kids. I want to be healthy for their kids. You know, I want to just be able to... to take care of the one body that I was given. You know, I'm not going to get another one and all these parts are going to be with me for a long time, God willing. And so I would like to just be able to take care of my body. Um, and that's a big part of it. Um, and just, you want to beat Dusty just every day. Oh, yeah, that goes without saying. <laughs> I'm kidding, but yeah. keep going. Anytime there's a that's workout. That's not a joke. <laughs> yeah, no, that's actually seriously what, number one. What was no. the workout <laughs> last week that you text me I told you my time. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. That was great. So, Dusty texted me his time. He came at like 8 a.m. And he texted me something. And I don't remember the workout or the time. So, let's say it was like, um, I think he said his time was like 321 or something like that. And I'm like, okay, 321. I can do that. Um, but in my head, I switched it to 312. And then I finished the workout. And I was like so close with a couple seconds left. It's like, oh, my God, Dusty's going to beat me. I'm looking at the clock. I'm like, no, he's going to beat me. And I got like 318. So, I texted him. I'm like. No, you beat me about one second. Okay, so I got like three thirty, and, and and I told him, I texted him, I was like, "Oh, you got me," and he no. was like, and I told him my time. No, you checked Wattify because you're in your time, and I was, I've been waiting to hear from you for something else, completely for something serious, <laughs> something that matters. Yeah, I was waiting for this important text from you, and all I get was, "Beat you by a second. <laughs> but I thought I lost anyway. It just really worked out. Beating Dusty is what. So, what highlights. are some of the accomplishments you've seen in the six months? Look, I'll show you this. I know nobody can see this on a podcast. So, I took a picture on my first day of CrossFit, and I took another picture on my six month CrossFit wow. anniversary. So, my body has changed a little bit. Um, it's not that was never really wow. my like full blown initial goal, like coming here and grow a bunch of muscles. But I do like to be strong, and I would like to like be athletic and strong. Um, big changes. I mean, I think I've had a lot. I think that. Um, I've learned that my mind is in more control than my body is. And that's been a big thing for me to learn. So mm -hmm. um, a couple months ago, I decided I don't like running. I mean, I just never really have. I'm just not like an excellent runner by any means. Um, but then a couple months ago, I decided to stop saying that out loud and stop telling myself that. And so when there's a running workout, I'm not allowed to complain about it before. I'm not allowed to complain about it when we're warming up. I'm just going to be excited and just get out there and run because who cares? I can run. I have a body that works perfectly fine. Minus my shins that don't always work, but that's not the point. Um, and so I've learned that when I say those things to myself, my body will do what my mind is telling it to do. Meaning if I'm going to complain about a runner, like, there's no way I can deadlift 185 10 times. It's too heavy. Then I'm not going to do it. So I found that, um, so when we did CrossFit Total the other day, um, I was with JoLynn, and she's so great. She's a perfect person to be a partner with. And um, I got confused. I, like, did some bad math, and I, 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 what's it called where you do the yeah. most I PR'd my um, back squat by 15 pounds and I didn't have any idea that I did it I thought I had less weight on in fact Trent was like what are you doing because I went down to squat and then I started to stand up and I thought well I'm not sure I went down enough so I like went down again and came up and Trent was like why are you pulsing at the bottom of one but I was like oh it's not a, a max and Jolyn was like that was 195 I'm like oh, I did not think I could do that wow. and so 
in my mind, if I would have known that was 195, I would have never done it because I thought that I could only squat 180. And so it's just your mind is in so much more control of your body than you think. Life lesson right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So last question, um, you know, titled podcast, Building Better People. And I would love for you all to try and answer as a couple. Just simultaneously? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> How has just working out and uh, being healthy made you each better versions of yourselves and better for each other? One, two. <laughs> um, you know, I don't know how to answer it together. I think, I, I think our answers are similar. Oh, you go first. I mean, I just think that we're doing a good thing. Like when Dusty said um, it's affected his confidence. Well, if you have confidence, that affects your entire life. That affects your job, your marriage, your parenting relationship, all of it. And I think that's happened to both of us. Um, I just think that there are certain benefits, not even physical. In fact, not physical. I think there are certain benefits that come from um, focusing on your health, for focusing on yourself, focusing on nutrition that infiltrate all of who you are. And I think it's happened to both of us, and it's just been a really good thing. I, I think it, it's given us common ground. It's given yes. us something that we talk about. It's what our texts are about during the day. I mean, if they're not about our kids, it's about CrossFit and about the workout. How did you do? Well, I did this. What was your strategy? What did you try? What, you know, did you feel you could have done better at this? Who was there? Yeah. Um, Who did you talk to? Yeah. Who did you work out with? And we compare all these notes all day long. Um, so it gives us another common ground. I said it's 701. We're looking at our phones, trying to figure out what the workout is. What are we going to do? How are we going to do it? Are you going to Can we it? do it? Are you going to scale it? <laughs> How much are you going to scale it? Yeah. Um, and we might talk about that stuff for, it could be really simple. We might talk about it for 30 minutes. Um, it's just something that. It's a new layer. That is a, a common bond for us. Uh, Saturday workouts have become, when I can make them. I mean, it's something we, we enjoy doing together. Uh, the kids love it. Duke comes up and he's waiting to see what other kids are there. Is this kid going to be there? Is there, you know, who's going to be there? And he gets excited. And then afterwards he gets to run around and jump on the bands and. Mm -hmm hang from the bars yeah, he, he enjoys it davis just kind of falls around numbly and, <laughs> yeah. and laughs um and the coaches are great and the coaches yes have all been amazing uh i mean even we talked about it briefly whenever the coaching change happened and we lost so many coaches all at once and we're like well we've never been through this what's going to happen it, there hasn't it been a hiccup perfect. i mean no, everything no. has been a smooth transition we knew everybody before because we worked out with them so there hasn't been any kind of hiccups or anything else. Um, the class sizes, never, we, we joke about the different class sizes and how it varies because there is no, 8 a.m. could be five people today and 20 people tomorrow. And Same for but you get to see friends. people and you get to talk to people. And then you see people that went to her class the day before. And uh, it's just a, the community environment, the community feel and how everybody picks everybody up they work together and it's not you're competing with yourself more than you are anybody else but everybody else is cheering you on for that competition as yourself um dusty was out of town a couple of weeks ago for just a week he had to go to phoenix for work and probably 40 people were like where's dusty where's i mean it's just to me that's a testament to the community Thank you for tuning in today. Don't forget to subscribe to the Building Better People podcast where you will hear more stories of individuals being positively impacted by living a healthy lifestyle.